I waved the kitchen towel in the air to get it ready to fling it into its place on the counter. And our new puppy ran away terrified. What did I do to deserve that response from my puppy? I want to give us a practical way to grow deeper in our personal relationship with God as a good father who's adopted each one of us. At the end of this episode, I'll share some questions that I hope will help you grow closer to God. Howdy, welcome to God's Adopted. I'm here to help encourage you to grow in faith through stories, teaching, and practical examples so you can experience more of God in and through your life. When we get born again, He adopts us. This podcast is here to encourage us all to grow in becoming the children of God He's adopted us to become. Join me and learn to do like Peter did. Let's get out of the boat and step on the water with Jesus. I'm going to open in a short prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would help us in this story and through the questions to be able to grow in some special way closer to you and in trusting you more. And I pray for your help in this. In Jesus' name. Several years ago, I came to realize that I always have room to grow in my trust of God. I would love to say that I can trust Him with everything in my life, and I do say that and hope to believe that, but my actions or lack of actions sometimes say something different. In some areas of life, I trust Him more than in other areas. Truthfully, I want to learn to trust Him more and more. How about you? We got this puppy about five months ago. One day I was cleaning the kitchen and I had a dish towel and I, when I went to shake it out in the air and everything to get it ready to just put it away, I saw her bolt across the house like she was terrified or something. And I don't remember doing anything to make her feel that way, so I don't understand what happened. And like if you were visiting or something and that it happened, you might wonder, hey, what did you do? Why, why is she running scared from you like that, buddy? But here's the thing. There's stuff that we don't know. So before she was adopted, we don't know how she was treated, where she came from. We don't know, like, how she had to deal with food and water or, or love. And sometimes whenever we do something around her, her response gives us an idea, maybe a hint of maybe something else that had gone on. But for the most part, thankfully, she's just fit right into our little family and everything. We can see her growing in understanding and in trusting us and everything more and more. But some of that takes time. How about this? Would it make any sense for me and my wife to be mad at our new puppy for responding in fear or terror? Would it be okay for me and my wife to be angry at our puppy for not trusting us with that dish towel or something? Or for responding in some way that we don't deserve to be responded to? Of course not. That would be ridiculous. And how can I say that it would be ridiculous for us to respond that way to the puppy's response? I can say that because of 
our perspective. I know that we only mean good for our new puppy, and our puppy has to learn and grow in that, and in understanding that, and in learning that. And it could be for different areas of our puppy's life, like, you know, being around dish towels flying in the air versus other areas, knowing that it's okay for us to be near her when she has food or water or knowing that she's going to have food and water and knowing that we want to love on her and that we don't want to do anything bad to her. That takes interacting and it takes time and, and building on trust and everything. That's what's happening now. And she's a member of our little family. And, and all of that's just getting better and better. But I want to use this as a good example of what happens when we get adopted by our Father in Heaven. Our idea of God can be difficult for many of us because of our own life experiences. Most of us get a picture of God put inside of our hearts based on our parents or people in authority in our lives. And I think you can agree with me that God is so different than everybody else because of this. He is only good. He is good. And he loves us from a perspective of a parent who knows everything. I heard something a long time ago that I love. And it says this, that God's will for your life is exactly what you would want it to be if you knew everything about God and about your life that he knows. Think about this. In Romans 8.15, we're told that we received a spirit of adoption. And by that, we cry out, Abba, Father, like, dear Father. And then in Romans 5, 8, many of you probably know this verse, where it says, but God commends his own love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He loves us first, and then he adopts us. I'm going to say a short prayer now. Father God, I pray that you would open our hearts and our minds to be able to receive a more clear picture of who you are and how much you love us and care for us, even through the process of these questions and our time together. In Jesus' name, I want to know God more. Here are some questions that I want to share with you to stir up thoughts about ourselves and our Heavenly Father. And in some of these, I'm going to refer to our Heavenly Father as a new parent. In other words, He's adopted us, and so He's our new parent. So here are the questions. Is it okay for us to need help? Are we okay recognizing that sometimes we need help. Is it okay for it to take less time to grow in some areas of trust 
and belief and more time in other areas? Is that okay? Is it our responsibility to know everything about our new parent before having a chance to learn? Like we get rescued. He saves us in the state that we're in. And he wants us to grow and to, to have life more abundant. But we don't know everything about what that means. And we don't know everything about even what we need help with on our insides either. But he knows. Should the adopted child be punished for what they have not been taught? Does the parent know that the time needed for each adopted child might be different, even for different areas of their life? Should the new parent give the adopted time to trust? Do you think the new parent knows that their adopted son or daughter can trust in one area while still not trusting in another? Do you think the parent holds that against their adopted? Did the parent know their adopted son or daughter had issues and problems that would take some time and experience to grow through before choosing their adopted child? I'll repeat that one. Do you think that our new parent knew that we have things that we have to, to grow through? Is it possible for the adopted person to feel or believe something to be real or true in error? Should the new parent be expected to hold it against the child? I want to encourage you and myself to be willing to give ourselves permission to recognize that there's some areas that we could trust God more in and that we don't have to hold it against ourselves, that we don't, and that we don't have to feel or believe that God holds it against us. In other words, he knows exactly where we are, and he loves us anyway. And he loves us so much that he wants to love us and heal us and grow us up. And so I just want to encourage us to give ourselves permission to be right where we are. He loves us right where we are, and he wants us to grow. And I want to encourage us to grow. And so it's okay if we don't know everything about God. He knows what we do know, and he knows what we don't know. And he adopted us anyway. It's almost like we're little children, and we're limited. And we don't know everything. And our parent knows that about us. And they're okay with that. I love that the Bible doesn't say adults of God. It always says children of God. And I don't think we'll ever stop being a children of God. I know that doesn't sound right, but you know what I mean. I think we're always going to be children. Now, we can have different levels of maturity, and certainly we should be growing, and we should be maturing, and the Bible talks all about that. 
and I want to encourage you to grow and mature. And I hope that I can help in some of that too along the way in your journey. So those were some of the questions. Now, what do we do with all of that? And I'm going to give you a list of things. You could get it from, from the podcast. In the future, once I have the blog post set up for this, you'll be able to go to that blog post for this, and you'll see the list. But I want to give you a list of things that, if you could, use to rate. Number one is very little, and ten is all the way in how much you trust God in some different areas of your life. Now, this isn't to say that you don't want to. It's, to, it's just to recognize and be honest with God. If we want a real living God in our real living lives, we got to be real with God. For the last part of this episode, I want to share with you just some different areas of life that you could use to just check maybe that you could pray more into, that you could ask God to help you trust him more in some of those different areas. I'm just listing these different areas, and if any of them stand out to you, then I would say afterwards, pray to God about these areas, okay? How much do I trust God in relationships? Relationships with my parents? or siblings, or in my marriage, or children, friends, co-workers, church family. How much do I trust God with those relationships or in them? What do I mean by that? If I trust God, then I do things or I deal with people the way that he wants me to. And if I don't trust them, then I do it all my way or I do it the world's way, right? So the Bible says, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. The world says, do to others before they do to you. Ugh. Two different things, right? So ultimately, we learn what God's ways are and we apply those in our life. As we do that, we trust him. If we're not applying his ways, then in those areas, we're not trusting him. All right, so relationships. How about finances? What about the future? Or tithes and offerings? How about emotions? How about emotions with other people? How about emotions with ourselves? How about emotions with our Heavenly Father? He is a God who has emotions. And he creates us in his image, and we ought to have emotions. If there's areas in our life that we know that we're limited, we might need to reach out for help. And you're welcome to reach out for help if you need some help. And so that's just a very simplified way of asking ourselves, are there areas of my life that I need to trust God more in, that I want to trust him more in? And if you've found some, then I want to encourage you to pray about that and ask him to help you trust him more in those areas. And then also, we can praise God and give thanks to him for all the areas that we already do trust him in. This time, I pray that some seeds were sown and some water of your Holy Spirit has been sown. And, and I pray for good fruit. 
I pray, Father God, for your blessings in the lives of the listeners, of my brothers and sisters in you, and of hope for people that might want to get to know you, that you are a good God, and we praise you and thank you, even for this time, in Jesus' name. I love seeing how our real living God is working in and through our real living lives in this real world. Please subscribe to this podcast and keep listening. If you've been blessed or encouraged in some way and want to leave a review, please do that by writing your review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please drop in and say howdy in our Facebook group when you can. See you next time on The Water with Jesus.